2: You're listening to the PRO Media Network, the next level in entertainment. Let's
3: go, baby, from the top. one, two, three,
4: three, four.
0: listening
2: to the Sport Coma, your number one podcast on everything Saints and a lot more. And now, here's your host, Big Q and the Guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the Guys. And we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q, and this is Podcast 398, man. 398. Recapping. Day number seven. Saints cap is going down in a major capacity, man. Welcome all new and you subscribers to the Sports Coma. For those who don't know, we are the number one independent podcast in the land dealing with the Saints, baby. Welcome. And man, like I said, man, it's been fantastic, man, watching the Saints develop. I had a series of questions dealing with what will what (laughs) dealing with the team kick returning questions wide open. Who gonna be the kick returner? And I said like Q it is there is there any other bigger questions to ask. The Saints have been pretty much solved a lot of that. You know? That's what we're gonna get in today's podcast. gonna talk about uh the updates from day seven, giving you all the news and notes of some players that really showed out during this camp. People who you've never heard before or heard before in a minimal capacity. We've talked about pretty much all the Saints players that's on the team on this podcast. That's what we do. And either the known guys or the unknown guys. Sometimes the role players are just i ain't going to say as important, but they have a very important, pivotal role to play to help the team win as well. But we're going to get into that today. Podcast three ninety eight underway, man. Please subscribe. Hit the like button. Hit the notification bell. And please feel free to share the sports coma on Facebook, uh, Saints forums, anywhere that you deem appropriate. Bring the sports coma with you. Also, other news we're going to talk about is the fact that the Saints brought in former Lion running back Theoretic, who was making a decision based on two teams he wanted to go, either the Broncos or the Saints. Ultimately, he chose to go to the other team. We covered that today. We had a Theoretic watch. as pretty much the Saints were, I guess the Broncos probably was offered them a little bit more in terms of money. He was looking for money. Sanks were like, Oh no, we're looking at Mike Thomas deal. We're not going to break the bank with theoretic. And they ultimately have to shift a little money around the deal with Mike Thomas's contract being at they had just about 12 or $13 million freed up. But uh, Mickey Mouse Loomis, who's the magical wizard of capnomics, who makes all kind of magical arrangements happen <laughs> and for the Saints books, he'll figure a way to make it happen. But Reddit goes elsewhere. We have interviews from Coach Payton talking about today's day. Also, the new big time, number one highest paid receiver in NFL history and of the current day. Mike Thomas will chime in. And we also have interview interview by our Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, as he'll chime in. And we also if we have any time left, we'll talk about the kick return battle and the third pass rusher position on the third D.E. behind Davenport and my boy, Cam Jordan. So without further ado, family, let's get right into it today. And it has been a lot of man, a lot of things circulating around in day camp in this day camping. Let's get this going right now. Now, this was the sixth practice of training camp. It started off indoors with stretching, conditioning, all that kind of stuff. Mike Thomas showed up for the first time this year at camp with all that money in place. He ready to get to work. The Saints played uh, about 20 minutes indoors, then moved outdoors, and they started shifting things around. They appeared to have a nice tempo throughout the practice. Players looked good as well. Now, in participation, JT Barrett and rookie wide receiver Deontay Harris, Emmanuel Butler, tight end Alizé Mack, offensive lineman Derek Kelly were not on the field. Very obvious why JT Barrett wasn't on the field. He was released today for the, third, for the 125th time. Not quite that many, but you know, you get my point. But he was released from the Saints again, man. Again, again, again. And of course, we've seen this path, this pattern before, but he was released, and the Saints put a tight end, re signed Jake Powell, who's with the team some time ago. They bring him back. Running back Latavius Murray, safety Marcus Williams were observed participating in indoor stretching and conditioning, but both players didn't go outside with the team. Murray and Williams have missed a couple, about two or three straight practices. Were undisclosed medical issues. Team's not talking about it. Chris Banjo worked with the first-team defense in Williams' absence. Running back Dwayne Washington has been getting some um, really quality repetitions. uh, Why? Murray is not in there. Mike Thomas uh, was was him and well, Mike Thomas and Marshawn Latimo, these are two really solid players, as you know. Now, while the two are close friends and they've both of them went to Ohio State. The competition on field between them is often fierce, and they showing Mike Thomas is back, and he's ready to get it pumping. Now, Thomas, he ran a pretty really good route, attempted to make a sharp pattern inside during 11-on drills. It was Thomas against Lattimore. That's that's, that's, that's pay-per-view TV that baby. And he pressed Thomas at the line of scrimmage, shadowed the receiver across the field, and then Drew Brees threw the ball in anticipation of Thomas' cut. But Lattimore, also seeing the move, reached in with his left hand, knocked the ball away. Latimore has often been practicing, practicing him against Thomas, makes him a better cornerback. That's what he said. And it's really interesting to see those two guys go at it. Now, another player that we've talked about on this show, but maybe made light of, not light of, but made a fun of, but Austin Carr has not really been giving us much to talk about. But he's starting to shine in camp. As Now, we knew when the, when the Sean Payton brought this kid in from New England that he was a mostly a guy that was a possession guy. He was sure handed and that's what kind of uh Sean Payton took to uh to liking this guy is that he would they was trying to solve the third wide receiver position or the slot man position. They thought Austin Carr was the man until here come Keith Kirkwood, here come the other guys uh stepping in his place. But Austin Carr had a pretty nice camp to uh practice today. Uh he's been quiet, but Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater during team drills. Carr had about three receptions deep downfield after running routes from the slop he beat he beat of course bj williams everybody beats pj williams the janitor beats pj williams the dude that cut the grass beat pj williams the dude that paint on the walls at the facility beat pj williams and also uh car also beat patrick Robinson on two plays now while Carr is currently pitched in battle with a deep route we know he's really down that depth chart as far as the wide receivers go. You got Emmanuel Butler in there tearing it up. You got the other guys that's making noise as well. The uh, Le- Jordan Humphreys has not really said too much. He had a few things going on for him, but he is trying to make this team and showing he had a pretty decent outing Thursday. Now he lined up as a punt returner in camp as well. And he alternated repetitions with Marcus Shrels and Cyril Grayson on Thursday. So Austin Carr, knowing that the key to making this team is through his special teams. That is very good. Also, another guy stepping out, had a pretty decent day today, is defensive lineman Geno Grissom. We don't talk about Geno Grissom too much. He don't give us nothing to talk about either, but he had a pretty good day in camp. Where he had a tip pass at the line of scrimmage. He had a couple of nice pass rushes to hurry the quarterback. Now, he do have good size. 6'4", 265 pounds. That's really good size for a pass rushing a defensive end. We don't know exactly if this guy has uh, the, pinch the the the, the, the potential to develop into anything but he does have the build we just have to see if he can make a name for himself now he continues to work mostly with the second and third units but the saints can never have too many of them disruptive guys and he did look pretty good on day seven now key kirkwood uh who's been playing in absence of, of mike thomas while he's been dealing with his contract was observed limping off the field during eleven on eleven drills. He spent the time on the sideline with the trainer before walking under his own power indoors, with the trainer. So, watch out for that. Key Kirkwood was playing pretty good, mostly with the first team. Was making some noise, not more noise than Emmanuel Butler, but he was pretty solid. Now the player of the day goes to there. I said Dan Arnold. I said it. Dan Arnold turned in a big, a nice, really nice highlight, real cra- catch. You can watch it on Twitter or watch it on the Saints website. He had a pretty, really good, nice catch. He he made an inside move outside. He made an outside move off the line of scrimmage against Vince Beigel in coverage. And Beigel's not known as a coverage linebacker. Then he cut back inside, Taysom Hill spotted him, and threw and nailed him high. He's 6'6", so he leaped high to snatch the ball. Also showed good concentration to secure the pass while absorbing uh, Vince Beigel's hit. landing on the ground, the catch drew plenty of cheers from the crowd. Where was that catch at? During, I'm not even going to <laughs> go even say it, family. You know where I was about to go. Where the hell was that catch at when you really needed it? But anyway, Dan Arnold trying to redeem himself. I'm going to give him every opportunity, too. I'm still a little sour mind about that. But you know how I am, family. We are the Saints, and we are supposed to forgive. But anyway, let's listen to the coach as he breaks down day number seven of training camp. Here's your coach, Sean
3: Action. We signed tight end Jake Powell, and we waived quarterback JT Barrett. Um we're still at our 90 count. Any questions?
2: Sean, sure, we kind of figured Mike will be in pretty soon, just, but is it comforting, I guess, to have him in?
3: Yeah, sure. I mean, look, he's an important part of what we do offensively. Uh, you know, he's experienced. Uh, you
4: know,
3: I felt real positive. I knew Mike was going to come in in good shape. So it's good to have him back. It's good to see him out there moving around.
4: Sean, what would you say is Michael Thomas's greatest asset, his hands?
3: Yeah, I think he's a strong target in traffic. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that has a good radius for the quarterback. Um, I think he's a tremendous practice. I mean, he, he's a guy that uh, you know really works at his craft relative to the whole week leading up to the game. Um, but his strength is run after the catch. Uh, you know, those are all things that I think he does very well.
4: Sean, do you think he's about? As double covered, especially since he operates in traffic, about as double covered as, as you'll see in this league?
3: Well, it's it's hard to say because, I mean, it varies per team, per coverage. Um, there, there are weeks where, you know, we'll get a, a heavier roll, maybe on third down specifically. I, I think it, a lot of it depends on down and distance. Um, you know, I'm sure there are a handful of players. You look closely at defense on defense as to, you know, who you got to take away. And certainly he's one of those players if you're defending us that uh, you want to, you know, limit and try to minimize the, the threat he, he, can, he can have on you. And, uh, you know, that's something that you, you've got to work through formationally. That's something you got to work through relative to the quarterback's progression. And that's part of the, the you know, the little bit of the chess match each weekend.
2: That make- That's Coach Sean Payton thoughts on day number seven multitude of different topics and subjects as always the coach has a lot to say. Too bad we can't play the whole damn thing but you know, you know we're dealing with certain time restrictions but it's very really interesting that the coach is talking about it. Also in camp today not to make light of uh, the fact that Trey Hendrickson we've been asking a question about the third pass rusher position who's the third pass rusher and I went down this whole spill if you watched the live stream which we do every Saturday. For those who don't know, live stream is every Saturday at twelve o'clock, twelve o'clock noon. That's Central Time, family. You can, uh, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you and hit the bell. You should get notified when we go live uh, for the sports coma live with live call live chat, and we cover a lot of the things from the from the past from the from the week, of the past week. But anyway, another person I want to talk about who's really starting to kind of play with, you know, who's stepping up is Trey Hendrickson. We've had, I've been asking the question about who the hell is going to take the third pass rusher position in Saints camp, who's going to step up. We lost Okafor. A lot of people not talking about how big Okafor, Alex Okafor's game was to the Saints. We did not. We tried to uh, go the cheap man route, I should say, and not sign a name player or perhaps, when I mean a, the uh, player like uh, Muhammad Wilkerson or perhaps a guy uh, a known proven pass rusher, maybe a third or fourth tier pass rusher that can come in and help off the bench. We have Wes Horton who they picked up from Carolina who has some potential. Maybe I just talked to you about Geno Grissom who looked pretty sharp. It, to me, the third position is wide open, but if this guy Trey Henderson steps up, he should earn it. Now his problem has been health. He has not been able to remain healthy and that's the problem with Trey Henderson. But in camp when he's healthy, he is a force now it was it's some says some make it or break it camp I say either he makes it or he's, or he's, he's not going to make it. He's, this is his final time to do anything the Saints have waited long enough on him now he I mean he looks pretty good in camp he's gotten a few scraps in training camp he had some a welcome physicality to practice he's always been physical always been a dude that's been on that but he lowered his shoulder and laid a booming hit on Divine Zigbo and said welcome to the nfl rookie and he looked unblockable with three or four sack worthy plays signaled by on the on-site officials right now he's he's the unquestioned third wheel in the pass rotation behind starters cam and davenport i ain't gonna say unquestioned but this is he he's definitely the leader that they're looking at you know at first his main competition was uh carl granderson who's unfortunately in jail Behind him, you have to look at guys like Wes Horton, maybe Mario Edwards Jr., who some say he can help. I, I went through the stats and showed you Mario. edwards been in the league, the league for five for what five or six or seven years, and he only had like uh, five or six sacks. That's not good, man. We you know so mostly Mario Edwards Jr. Yeah. happened ha, help happen or help in the interior of the Saints' defensive line. So we gonna we looking at guys like Carbon Kafusi, uh, Porter Galston. Um, behind trey hendrickson and perhaps trey hendrickson if he can remain healthy he should win this running away because he has what it takes he's been sucking hey
0: can i tell you a secret the secret to getting a great shave without any nicks cuts or irritation isn't three or four blades a soap strip or a swivel head it's just supporting the blade Mm Mm-hmm. yeah it's just supporting the blade don't let it flex or bend that's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday.
2: up the Saints' condition for the last three or four seasons, now and it's time for him to show what he can do on the field. Now, he looked good at camp. He's really physical. He's trying to really, please playing with a chip in the edge, and we'll see exactly what he can do. As camp push on, but it's looking pretty decent right now for for old Trey Hendrickson. But anyway, before we finish up our talk, going into the kick return and special teams aspect of it, let's talk to the richest receiver in NFL history, Mr. Mike Thomas. Mike, we knew you'd be in eventually, but what was the most difficult part about not being here? Um, just you know, the
4: missing those reps, you know, competing against my teammates, knowing that if I win, the guy across from me got better, or if he wins, then. You know, he, I, I got better in his ways to coach off of that just so the development, like development and becoming a better player and a great player, you can't do that sitting at home.
1: Were you able to, I guess, replicate some of that competitiveness when you were, weren't were here?
4: Uh, yeah, for the most part, as much as I could. But, you know, it's it's, it's, it's a lot different when you're just out here and competing against a lot of your opponent. Mike, Mike when we, you look at your career, early career, part of NFL history, uh, setting a reception record and... In- about a month ago, you said, "Is that was kind of the game plan? you would stick to it? I don't want a penny more or a penny less. Yeah. Is the market value and this is this what I want? Yes, sir. And and I have to earn it too. And I feel like I've been earning it, and that's what I'm going to continue to do. Um, that's how I approach the game. You know, I set high goals, and uh, I want to live up to them. So I feel like you know you can't really find that out about a person from Q and A or maybe watching my practice. You got to really know the person and stuff like that." But, I know deep down in my heart and my gut that you know I love playing this game. I love competing, and I'm glad like I compete with the best. What was your routine like during the practices that you couldn't be at? Uh, I guess just looking at Twitter and seeing, who's making plays, and looking, making, ch- checking you guys' highlight and watching the film on uh, on our iPads and stuff like that. So at first, you know, the first couple of days it was, it was, uh, I guess it was kind of easier, and then as it kept going on and prolonging, then and it kind of got like. You know, you kind of felt like days turned into weeks. So, you just want to be out here, and you know we have ultimate goal. So, if you play last team, instead of play for a championship. So, you can't – I can't help my team at all. Mike, you Mike, said, Mike
2: Thomas, family, talking about helping the team win that chip. We got to get it, man. We got Mike Thomas in the building. Rich receiving the game. Drew Brees is here. Elvin Kamara is here. Jaron Armstead is fine is healthy, moving ahead. He had a scare a, few, a day or so ago. He is fine. Moving forward, we've got to keep him. And like one, one of the family members said, we have got to wrap that kid in styrofoam, man, to keep him healthy. But anyway, that's uh, Mike Thomas, the super rich wide receiver, man. Big ups to Mike. But anyway, before we finish up the rest of our talk, here's Drew Brees, his quarterback, talking about Mike and Zion Williamson Yeah, actually, Mike Thomas out. Michael Thomas. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Everybody's gonna ask the same question first. All right, so, <laughs> Michael Thomas, he's back. All right. It's awesome, great to have him back. Um, knew, knew it was only a matter of time, right? So I think the timing's good. Um, get him back, get him back in the fold. You know, we're still at the beginning, I think, of our install for the most part, you know? Um, so he, he, you know, came in today as if, you know, he's been here the whole time and so all good.
3: Did you text him or
0: did he text you saying, how hey, I'm coming in?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've been, I've been texting him, just checking on him, seeing how things are going, and I knew things were close, so glad that, glad that it got done. True. Coach Payton
0: complimented his practice, just habits, and what he brings to the table. True. Yeah. Does he Does he
4: help elevate other guys too?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think there's, a, there's definitely a, a presence a, and an attitude, a swagger to, to what he brings to the field, and, um, you know, when he's out there, there's no half speed rep. <laughs> you know, everything is. You know, thousand miles an hour, Mach 3 with your hair on fire with Mike, and I think everybody else elevates their game to that. I think he makes the guys he's going up against better. You know, the DBs. So I just think uh, it's it's just that heightened level. You know, I mean, listen, our our team periods are competitive anyway, right? Um, We're out here to make each other better. We're out here to, you know, just that that adage, iron sharpens iron. I mean, that's truly the way we feel about these training camp practices. I'm trying to beat our defense every day, right? And I, I expect them to try to do the same to me. Um, it's only making me better. It's only making them better. And at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. But if we can go into the regular season feeling like we've been playing against the best of the best for the last six weeks, then I think that puts us a step, a step ahead.
3: You all, you all said you were you understood what what uh you know, why he was he was sitting out, but uh, is there like an appreciation that he got it done pretty quick and he's, he's back here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Again, you you know that this is part of the business at times and. You hope that um, it doesn't drag out too long, you know. I mean, you want to want to we want to have all the all the guys here, you know, all, all the members of the team. We want the whole band, right? And so, um, the more work that we can all get together, I think the, the better off we are.
4: True. Now that you're in this mode where you're back pushing that boulder up the hill, uh, how how can you tell a difference than an influence like the way last season ended has and coming that close and on the mindset of a, a team starting over again the next year?
1: I mean, you know, training, training camp's training camp. You know, you, you really you really just try to put it into a bunch of one-day segments. Um, you know, every, every day is a new installation to a degree, right? The defense is continuing to add more. The offense is continuing to add more. But it's almost like going back to square one for every installation. You know, I go back and I look at the same plays, and I try to approach it as if I'm seeing it for the first time, you know. And, okay, let's just go back to square one, how am I reading this play? And what if this happens? Well, then, you know, it changes the mindset of little. So you just, you, 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 just, you go back and, and literally start from scratch with, with just about everything and just kind of rebuild the foundation by which, you know, we're going to continue to evolve and add as the year goes on, just like we always do. So that's
2: Drew Brees family talking about the only way Drew does, man. Looking at each play. Now, Drew's seen these plays a million and five times. And then he has the, perception to go back and pretend like he never seen him so he can possibly see if he can get a greater degree of understanding or understanding dealing with it it's quite miraculous the way Drew Brees thinks you know if he has any books I don't know if he has any literature about about winning if he does family and y'all want to win we need to buy his books and read those books and study it because whatever he his mindset is it is one that is just exponentially just grand you know you know, we study winter mentalities and it incorporated it to our lives, help us win at the smallest things would ultimately lead to the bigger things. So a little spill there, family for the who that nation. But anyway, that's our boy, Drew Brees. That's our boy, Mike Thomas. That's Coach Sean Payton chiming in on the interviews. Now, family, uh, we talked about Theoretic uh Theoretic earlier in the show, of course, Theoretic was making his mind up between the Saints and the Broncos. He ultimately decided to sign with the Broncos and go there. Now, the thinking of it is that the Broncos offered them a little bit more money, and I can understand that being what the Saints were doing with Michael Thomas. So uh, it could have been a nice addition to the to the team. I was really excited about it. Possibly happened, but it won't happen. But we'll be fine nonetheless. But going to the next and final topic of the show, we talk about the kick return battle, and I have to go back to one individual that we I uh, need to look at, and I often ask the family on the the live stream, "Where are my Austin Carr guys? I got Keith Kirkwood guys. I got the Emmanuel uh, Butler guys. We got Sammy Cobb Jr. guys. We got all these guys, but there is nobody that's talking about Austin Carr. Well, Austin Carr making noise, like I covered earlier today, and he was quoted as saying, "The thing about the thing about Austin." is that he's a guy that's going to play hard. He's not the fastest guy in the world. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's going to play hard every time he gets out there. Now, he's in a kick return battle with, well, he continued to work on the punt side of things too, along with Marcus Schrell, Cyril Grayson Jr., Deontay Harris, who was absent from practice on Thursday. But he's taking every advantage to try to step up in a special team for him. Now, we know when Deontay Harris comes back, the Saints are going to look at him because he has all those college accolades. The Saints won't see what he can do. But in his absence, Carr is trying to make an impact. Now, he's this uh, third year saying he's coming off a season where he only had nine catches for 97 yards. He played on 26% of the team's offensive snaps and had one special team snap in 2018. In 2017, he had three offensive snaps and six special team snaps against Miami. Now, he's played on special teams before, but he knows that in order to make this team, he's going to have to do it in the special teams room because it's going to be difficult for him to be guys like Sammy Cobb Jr., who's bigger and faster guys. I won't say they're better catchers of the ball, but those are big physical receivers, and Sean Payton loves big physical receivers. Wide receivers, he loves big wide receivers who can catch. And the and this and Austin Carr is not that guy, but he is a sure-handed guy. But it's a long shot for Austin Carr to make the Saints. But it's good to talk about the man, and maybe something can happen because you never know with injuries and all this kind of stuff that happen. Things do happen, you know what I'm saying, family? Things do happen sometimes that ultimately can possibly give him an opportunity to play. Seriously, you look at some of the stuff that's going on right now with some of the TV. Look at Dwayne Washington taking advantage of the fact that Latavius Murray's not there. Now, we know Latavius Murray is not in trouble of losing his job. We know he's the guy right behind Elvin Kamara. But when you span out, you look at Dwayne Washington, who is physical in pads. He's one of the guys you put pads on him and you get physical at, at practice. He's the guy that's like a bumper car. He running into guys. He's hard to bring down. He's a big running back, about what 6'2". Uh, six six I think he's six one, two hundred and twenty five pounds. Carries the load really well. He's familiar with the Saints' uh, uh, schemes and schematics and whatnot. But a lot of people kind of overlooking Dwayne Washington, and you bringing in these other guys to try to give, you know, to give competition to that place. But Dwayne Washington saying, listen. Uh, this is my job, and I'm gonna keep it. And he's been looking pretty good in camp thus far. Thus far, but like I said, you got you, these. Some of these injuries will occur, and it'll give other guys opportunities to step up and show the the, the, the fan base, to show the media, and, and and more importantly, to show the coaching staff what these guys are made of. So, man, like I said, man, splendid stuff going on at camp. The sink starting to build, 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 moving forward, and it's august the first family it's august the first and we are in the month when games will start ain't gonna be much of a game we got some preseason crap that's gonna happen but i mean in terms of the saints are concerned but man all i can tell you family is that man we are we, we we looking good man i gotta say we look good and I'm proud of our team and what they can accomplish. Anyway, that'll do it for the show. Thank you guys for listening to the sports promo with Big Q and the guys. If you like the show, like the show. Put a thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Share the show wherever you socialize. And we'll be back tomorrow covering another day, day eight of Saints Training Camp. If you want to get on our live stream, it's every Saturday at noon, Central Time. So for me and the crew here at the Sports Com, I thank y'all for joining us. Who that to you? And peace.
0: If you haven't heard the Sports Coma, this is what you're missing. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys.
4: I'm a Saints and Pelicans fan, so the only podcast I can get my fix is the Sports Coma with Big Q. The guys intense, funny, and they always keep it real.
2: Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. embrace pet insurance is more than just pet insurance embrace pet insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needed the most with personalized accident and illness policies compassionate customer care 24 7 access to veterinary professionals flexible wellness plans timely claims processing and online customer portals their values is what makes them embrace so when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pets care you deserve a company that has your pet Best interest at heart. Get top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet, total protection, pet insurance and wellness, and dependable claims payments. Get the top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Go to embrace That's embrace Check the link in the description section below.
0: are you a boxing fan check out ring kings boxing only on the pro media network
3: sports fans are gearing up and saving big at fanatics.com the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues teams and players you love unique one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by fanatics and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home join fanatics rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase shop now and for a limited time get 20 percent off all orders fanatics.com officially licensed everything
2: hit the link below and rep the black and gold today who that
0: Up to $100. Just visit PrizePicks.com/play100 and use code Play100. That's code Play100 at PrizePicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to sixty with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only.